You know what it is. That's right. It's time to talk money with your money nerd and financial coach. Now, tighten those purse strings and open those ears. It's the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm so excited because I have Erin Leiden on the line, and she is the owner of Poker Power. And I wanted to bring her on because... As the name may hint, we're going to talk about poker, but also how it relates to your money. So, hey, Erin, how are you? Hi, Tiff. It's great to meet you. Yes. And it's great to have you on. I'm so excited about this conversation. So first and foremost, let's just get the elephant out the room. (laughs) Why poker? What does poker do for our money? (laughs) Yes, it's it's a very sound question to ask, um, largely because there are so many stereotypes around the word poker and the game, certainly. And what we are doing at Poker Power is we are using the strategy, the negotiation, the risk-taking of the game, and we are bringing it to women in the workplace to help them empower their own success. And so we're not at all about getting you into the casino. Um, what we are all about is can you start to think and negotiate and strategize like a winning poker player. And what we have found is this is a game of imperfect information. It's a game of asymmetrical information. It's a game of calculated risk-taking. All of those things require practice to get better at. They're skills for everybody. They're certainly not limited to women. And it is through the repetitive gameplay and the scenarios that we practice at our table, both virtually in person, that we really can hone these key leadership skills for women in the workplace. That is so interesting. And I'm like, darn, we're not going to get rich quick. No, (laughs) no, no, there's there's an element of luck to poker, but it is primarily skill. Very cool. Very cool. So give us an example of how that plays out, um, like in corporate or in in a career for a woman. Um, What is something that they can learn from the game of poker? Yeah. What if, um, so we have 12 lessons and each, each of the lessons has a leadership theme. And so let's talk about negotiation because I think negotiation is a skill that you can get better at. It is a skill that we don't necessarily come pre-equipped in knowing how to do successfully. And it is also a skill that if you do it successfully, you can apply that certainly to, you know, promotions, asking for raises, um, you know, getting your partner to take out the trash. There's a lot of really useful, you know, negotiating with your team. I have two of them. So I, you know, I use my negotiation skills with them. Um, and so what we do with poker power is through the gameplay. Um, so we're, we're not lecturing to you. We're not, you know, just talking about the game. We actually have everyone who's learning with us actively playing with us. And so as you are playing poker, you're really going to come to what we call the three levels of thinking. And these directly are paralleled to a negotiation. So in level one, you are making a binary decision. You have two whole cards. They are hidden from everybody else. You look at them and you have to make a decision. Do I raise or do I fold? If you fold, you're out of that hand and you're saving your chips for the next round. If you choose to raise, then you're putting chips into the pot and play has begun. That's, that is negotiating at its most simple. You are only looking at your cards and making a decision from your own perspective. What's important is that you then go to level two. So once you get the basics down, we take you to level two. Level two is where you're going to ask yourself, uh, what do I have and what do I think my opponents have? And the question you're really asking is a shifting of the perspective. So it's no longer just, you know, what is my chip stack? What are my two hole cards? It's you're observing and starting to notice behavioral patterns 
at the table with your opponents. And what you're really trying to figure out is do they hold something that possibly can beat what you hold? And should you stay in the hand or should you get out? Um, that's level two. And that, that's where most recreational players are playing poker. Um, it's a very helpful tool in a negotiation, for example, with a client, is that you can start to see uh, the situation from their perspective and know are you stronger or are you weaker? Now, level three is the most complex, and that's where you ask yourself, what do I have? What do I think you have? And what do I think you think that I have? Mm. And so it's this ever-evolving, complex thought process. And what's great with poker is it's occurring in every single hand. Um, and unlike, you know, once a year you get to negotiate, you know, for a raise or, or you know, a new promotion um, at a poker game, you're actively practicing that power shifting, that assessing of, you know, imperfect information at the table because you don't know what the cards, other people's cards are. And um, what you may not realize about poker is that depending on where you are seated, whether that's in an app virtually or actually at a real table, you are seated in positions of relative strength and weakness. And that shifts with every hand. So you get to, you get to play all the power positions, um, but you're going to make different decisions with exactly the same two hole cards depending on whether you're at a seat of strength, which is the dealer, or you're sitting in a seat of weakness, which is where the blinds are or under the gun. Um, that is a fascinating experience to, again, practice over and over because that is real life. Um, you don't always come to the negotiation table with the biggest chip stack. Um, and so you have to be able to maneuver and na navigate the environment that you are in. And we really feel that poker is a great way to get comfortable doing that. Wow. I love how you just broke that all the way down <laughs> for us. And the crazy part is like level three, it sounds very meta. Like what are mm -hmm. they thinking mm -hmm. that I'm mm -hmm. thinking that you're thinking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's interesting because I'm sure, um, you know, when people hear the word poker, they often think of poker tells or poker face. And mm -hmm. that's absolutely, you know, part of this game is being able to, what you're really trying to do is assess change in baseline behavior. And so that requires some amount of time playing with the same people to be able to, to determine that. But it's this, that's one element. There are so many other elements to the game and you, it's the, the synthesis of all of them and doing it successfully. That's what makes you really good at poker as well as certainly, you know, in real life negotiations. It's not just a single thing you have to get, get good at. Wow. Wow. That is so interesting. And, you know, I've played I, I, my first foray into poker was in high school and my mm -hmm. math teacher actually brought out the cards and that I had no idea how to play. Like I knew how to play rummy and, mm -hmm. you know, all these spades and other games, but I've never played poker. And she brought it out to teach us probability. And mm -hmm. I learned so much in doing that. And so let's talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. When we're looking we're, we're thinking about using poker as probability and risk taking. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Yeah, I I love that your math teacher was so forward thinking in giving you that opportunity. Um, we work with a lot of corporate partners, but we also work with the younger population. And we're very eager to bring poker into school settings um, to do exactly what you experienced is through playing this game. There is what we we call it poker math. And I'll tell you a funny story in a moment about that. Um, but it, it is simple calculations that you can do at the table to determine does it does it make probabilistic sense for you to continue to put chips into the pot. And just for anyone who's not at all familiar with poker, your chips is your value. 
Um, so when we play at Poker Power, there's no monetary value because we don't play for real money. But every chip represents um, an amount of value that you're putting into play with your with the other players. Now, what's funny with Poker Math is that that was the title of Lesson 3 when we built our first curriculum, which was during the pandemic. It was 2020. And every, every one of the lessons had a title. And it was Poker Math. We, we weren't being very creative. We didn't have a marketing person on board yet. <laughs> and um, it was the most skipped lesson. Mm. Now, in retrospect, okay, of course, you know, because you always hear, you know, women are afraid of math, women don't like to do numbers, which I actually don't believe is true, because we're all very good at our home budgets and going to the grocery store and deciding if we can buy those shoes. But do we want to do, you know, complex financial math at a poker table? Absolutely not. But you don't have to. Um, so what we did with poker math is we retitled it to calculating, and women seemed much more uh, amenable to the word calculating. And we had, we moved it from lesson three to lesson seven, because I know if you've already devoted six hours of time to learning with us, you're coming back for lesson seven, especially if I tell you that learning, learning how to do the simple math of the table is such a secret sauce. And even more importantly, it's so unexpected that you know how to do that. Because you have to remember that most of the people you will play poker against are men, just because you know 5% of the professional players are women, so we're a very small part of the population, number one. But even recreation, recreationally, men who play this game, they grew up playing it. So they learned in summer camp. They learned from an uncle. Um, they didn't really study or learn the strategy in most cases. Mm -hmm. And so many of them actually don't bring that secret sauce of being able to do the risk analysis at the table. I love empowering women with skills that are outliers, that people are not expecting them to have. And being able to assess whether this is a mathematically good decision to put more money or more chips into the pot is one of those secret sauces that I think women should have. Mm, I love that. And I'm glad you changed that title to <laughs> Because people just, you know, most people are like, oh, math. Yeah. Um, yeah. But calculating is like, -ha -ha -ha. like yeah, that's strategy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something you want an upper hand with. Right, right. Now, listening to you speak about poker in this way, because I've never mm -hmm. thought about it this way before. Um, it also seems like it may help with confidence as well. Mm. Do you see that? That's actually um, the very first thing that we see. And so lesson one is titled Courage. And we, we mm. titled it Courage because we know it takes a lot of courage to sit down at a poker table. Uh, so few of us have done it. So many of us have negative stereotypes of the game. So we, we get you to come to class. We get you to come you know, to a workshop that's in person. And you have the courage. You sit down. And what happens about 15 minutes into playing is someone at that table is going to shove all their chips into the pot, which means they're going all in, which is a term that's usually familiar to people. So they've taken the entire chip stack in front of them, they've put it into the middle of the pot, and they're hoping to win a great big pot of chips. They've probably done that because they're holding two very strong cards. Maybe they have two aces or two kings or an ace and a king, and they believe they're going to win that pot. Um, what happens next is that person wins. And so there's this moment where she gets to scoop back this giant colorful chip stack back into her, <laughs> you know, into her area of the table and start stacking them up. And she's feeling like a rock star. I mean, truly like a rock star. Um, someone at that table is, you know, capturing a reel for Instagram as this is happening. And what's most important is, yes, we're celebrating that woman who just did that, but everyone else at the table is also cheering and celebrating and taking pictures. And that's what's so unique about our Poker Power classes is they are 
collaborative. They are, you know, truly a celebration of women's success, whether, you know, you're competitive with them or not at the table, you want everyone to have that winning opportunity. And once you have it, it's, it's, it's Pavlovian. You just want to hit again and again and again. <laughs> so you can re-experience that, that pulling of the chips back. Um, all of that leads to women starting to build the confidence at the poker table where just 15 minutes ago, they had never played and they really couldn't imagine themselves negotiating and being successful at this game. That is such a critical experience for us all to have, you know, whether it's winning for, for something tangible or truly just for bragging rights, which is what we do at Poker Power. Um, it's very validating to be able to learn something new, apply it, and then be successful at it. And so that starts the, starts the confidence. Um, what we see women do from there is, you know, we have a total of 12 lessons, so you can spend quite a bit of time with us. But at some point in those lessons, they're going to say, you know what, I can take and translate these skills from the poker table to my real life. And so, for example, you know, we have we have a woman in our community um, who was going through a divorce. And I love I love when we have workplace successes and we have lots of those testimonials on our website. But this one is not because it was personal to her. And she decided to come to the Poker Power Lessons during the divorce process. And it was getting rather mm -hmm. contentious. And she credits Poker Power with helping her negotiate differently and better. And she never told her ex that she was learning how to play poker um, because she really did want to have that upper hand. One of the skills that I think directly translates from that is the power of the pause. And, and what I mean by the power of the pause is the ability to take in information and not immediately react. And again, mm. when you are negotiating, that is such a critical skill to just be able to pause, which in poker is called check. You literally just tap on the table and you're checking your action and you're not playing any more chips at that moment. Um, taking that breather, being able to really analyze everything that is being put in front of you and then making a sound decision with all the facts that you have. Mm, I love that. And that's something that I stress to my audience about financial pur purchases and mm -hmm. things. Um, just taking that breather. You know, if you're a spender, you know you're a spender. Um, and you shop a lot on Amazon, leave something in the cart for a day and see if yes. you still, if you come back yes. to it or if, you know, it just goes into the abyss of buy a later stuff or what have yes. you. But just taking that time to pause. And I love that you all teach that with the poker as well, because it is a great skill to have. Um, that instant gratification can get us mm. in a lot of trouble financially. So You are absolutely right about that. And I think, um, you know, our third lesson is discipline. And discipline mm. in a poker game is so applicable to real life. But when we're when we're teaching discipline, it's all around folding the cards you shouldn't have in play. And what you find, particularly with beginners in poker, is once they understand the jargon and the rules, they're very excited to play. They just want to keep keep the action going and have some chips in that pot. Um, we teach our community that you're going to fold about eighty percent of the time which sounds extraordinarily high. We always poll our community and they'll say, oh, 40% of the time you fold. Oh, 50% of the time you fold. Um, when you look at professional players, on average, they're actually folding about 80% of their hands. And the reason for that is there are very opportunistic and strategic moments in a game where you should be putting chips in, you should be betting, and when you do that, you should do it in a very aggressive way. Um, so in our games, we're teaching you three times a big blind, which just means you are putting a great big stack of chips into play. That feels uncomfortable, but it's the right 
decision. And you get the validation of making the right decision by winning the pot. I love that. And also how I can see this translating as well is my background's in HR. Mm. And I saw a lot of people, men and women, honestly, not ask for more. Um, They just sat at work and they were just waiting for their manager to tap them on the shoulder and say they deserve a raise that day, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. I've never seen happen, by the way. Um, (laughs) And so I love that this gives the confidence, the negotiation, you know, the discipline, all of these different things can translate into the workplace and making sure that you're getting what you're worth. And so I love that. Like, I'm like, I want to go play poker tomorrow. (laughs) We would love to teach you or bring you back to the game. You know how to play, but we would love to take your game to the next level. For sure. So with that being said, if somebody's listening and they're like, okay, Erin, I hear you. Poker is Mm -hmm. amazing. I want to learn how to play. How can they learn these skills? How can they learn Mm -hmm. how to play poker? And then also all this goodness that you gave us today on the show. Yes. So there are a couple of ways to get involved. Um, we offer monthly community classes. So the next, the next round will start in January and it's one hour a week and it's over zoom and it's very accessible to sign up on our website. It is affordable, which is very intentional as we do not want there to be financial barriers to women getting comfortable with this game. You also can install the Poker Power Play app that you can also access by getting to our website, which is pokerpower.com. And what's great about our app is you can actually uh, go through some self-learning modules on your own time. And you can learn the jargon, learn the basic rules, take some quizzes with each of those 14 modules to, to test your knowledge. And then your next step is you play in the app against the bots. And that's actually the most popular part of our app. And that's where most of the women go first is they want to just practice this game, make mistakes with no one watching them. They don't want any feedback yet. They just want to practice and practice. And then the last thing you'll get to do, um, if you're in class with us, you know, virtually you'll be playing on the app in a live class, or you can also join our community games, which again, there's no money transacting and those are offered three times a day. Awesome. Awesome. That is phenomenal. I love that you have so many touch points and so Mm -hmm. many ways that people can get involved and have that support and practice. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in practice makes perfect and we can do anything we put our mind to. So thank you for sharing that. So I'll make sure that I have all of those links in the show notes for you all. And is there any way that they can follow you on social? Yes, they could definitely follow me on all the social channels. Um, if you type in Aaron Leiden, actually, if you type the word Aaron Poker and you Google that, you will find me. Um, but <laughs> I'd love for them to reach out on LinkedIn. Feel free to DM me. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And I enjoyed this conversation. Like I said, I want to play maybe later today just for just for fun, um, just with some of this information that I learned from you. So thank you so much, Aaron. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. You as well. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening, joining, and being a part of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast this week. You can check Tiff out every Thursday for a new Money Talk podcast. But if you just can't wait until next week, you can listen to previous podcast episodes at moneytalkwitht.com or follow Tiff on all social media platforms at Money Talk with T. Until next time, spend wise by spending less than you make. A word to the money wise is always sufficient. <laughs>